0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline. Your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We're your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and sigilite of the FLG, and I'm Seth, the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. How have you been doing, Kicker?
1: I am doing swell. If it sounds like I'm exhausted, my voice is hoarse. It's because my current hobby, my current hobby progress is just LVO all the way, baby, all the way, nonstop. I feel talking.
0: like I feel like tired Kicker is normal person energy level.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like I'm going on about. Maybe three and a half hours of sleep. I've been up non since very early this morning, and I stopped working five minutes before we started this recording. uh, And I will go back to getting those tickets ready for LVO because we go live Saturday. But Mm -hmm. I will say I need to keep my sanity. Which, and I also felt a little um, ashamed of my uh, plastic, uh, gray plastic I showed off last week. So, uh, can we bring down my hobby progress? I did manage to paint not one, not two, but three, four, five Sentinels right there. Look at those. Oh, All my wonderful Look at that. tone colors. Yeah. Guys, if you are listening to our podcast, you should consider watching us live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, you get the cool visual elements like my hobby progress here, mm-hmm. and you get to hop in chat and guys chat we're excited to talk to you tonight uh seth so oh, do yeah. you approve of the sentinels do you, do you like i them? do i mean they
0: they are they look they look good they fit your army theme you know <laughs> like i wish good. a little bit more of vi- you know just maybe like yeah. a stripe of like
1: a stripe like of orange
0: or red across the front of, 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 those. of those chassis yeah, yeah but whatever whatever well, well
1: maybe it, you look. can share some of the examples of your splash of color and ah, yes. i know you've been busy buddy i have um i
0: well before we get to my hobby progress um I did get into a little game called no. Diablo 4 oh, this no. past weekend, and it, it sort of consumed my life. Oh,
1: no. Um, it's really good, folks. Just like really good. Uh, we won't be seeing Seth at future events. And I did
0: the painting, training, but before we show that again, I did go, um, you know, I've said before in the show, I don't have much of a local scene. There is a local store, and it is more of a, a casual narrative group. Uh, but they were doing a big like APOC game to send off nights. So I went out and checked that out and hung out with them for a bit over the weekend. Um, maybe see if we can
1: convince a few of those guys to. Can, can we get a shout out to the store we, let's do it let's yeah, do that's, it
0: that's gear gaming in uh Opelika, alabama Sweet. Um, nice store so you know maybe maybe i'll convince some of them guys to, to be my my dojo partners but i did do a fair amount of painting i got uh four the last four wow. mega knobs done to finish up my 15 mega knobs uh so they're looking all vibrant yeah they are uh kicker uh i haven't told you about this yet uh but i have been working on a little secret project for giveaways uh, our viewers who come and say hi to us at ACO. Um, I'm running a free Buddha's Orc Army. That's the pirate orcs. Yeah. Um, and so the most appropriate thing to give away is Orc blooms. So I, I I printed off a bunch of those and painted those up for everyone. So oh, I got like. 30 uh, orc doubloons with me so come find me and ask get one. Yourself and get yourself
1: limited me. edition orc bloom. Yep, yep. They happen
0: to be about the size of an objective marker too, you know, if you yeah. need oh, something like that. that. you know, There you go. Do, do, right.
1: do people know, like, is doubloon a commonly used word? Like, I'm from New Orleans and we use that for Mardi Gras throws, like the doubloons that you get in Mardi Gras. Well, it's is like that a, a pirate thing, kicker. It's a pirate thing? I mean, I'm yeah. cool with pirates. pirates, pirate pirates cool.
0: And then I had I had one more model that I didn't need to paint, but I wanted to paint because I already had some shock jump but I had a special shock jump kicker. Check that that out oh my god do gosh. you know what that's modeled iphone is that your Batman shock is that
1: what I think it is Yeah, is that-, that is a I'm Batmobile like- shock <laughs> jump dragster, orchified it's beautiful and, and that's just show off work like because I know oh, yeah. that you're you're rushing to get ACO done but you know what you know what I got time to I was just, at, I mean it
0: was like a bunch of metal and black it was really easy to paint so you know <laughs> Uh, Through that one together. So super happy with how that, that one turned out. So I'm eventually done with all the models I needed to paint for ACO. Now I'm just on Diablo time. So, you know, I'll see everyone <laughs> at ACO after I've, uh, you know, hit uh, tier four Diablo. So uh, Nikki D, what have you been up to, bud?
2: Hey, guys, Nikki D is here. I'm, I'm here. Yes. And uh, I've actually oh. been working on painting uh, some paintings myself. Question for you, Kicker and Seth.
1: Both uh, of you mm-hmm.
2: play armies where batch painting is going to be a necessity. People handle mm-hmm. this different ways. And, and Seth, we see it with your painting, right? You'll do basically one unit of works at a time, right? I do it the opposite way. I'll, As you can see here, I've got, I think, five different, there's four on screen, another one, but five units where I've got them primed, dry brushed, and I'm putting it going yellow, doing the yellow parts and then the blue, going color by color. So I finished five units at the same time basically wow. am i crazy for doing that what do you think is the yes. right way to do that you pages? know you are 100
1: <laughs> percent crazy that just seems demoralizing it's just that many minis at the same time don't you get bored of the same color
2: it keeps me in line though because i can i can sit for like an hour with that same you know color and go through a whole bunch of minis and see the progress for it so it's less having to you know go from one color to the next and the next it, i do the the, the progress part and not having a some models finish in one week. It does pain me a little bit, but I know I'm not the only one that does this. Chat, I don't know if there's anyone else that is with me on it, but I, I definitely feel like I'm in the minority when it comes to this style of batch painting.
1: Seth, back yeah. me up. Our our producer is crazy, right? Just back me up <laughs> on this one, please. Okay. He's Yeah, screwed. no, I,
2: I have
0: to do it. I have to see the unit get completed, otherwise I lose motivation. So I have to do exactly. in small enough batches so that I can complete that group. Like, I had 20 flash kits to paint in the last few weeks. I did it in groups of five because and I was, was like, that's I'll get the way five. to do it. I
1: mean, yep. so I'm not saying everyone's like this, but I'll speak for myself. Um, it's not hobby ADD. It's it's more like I like instant gratification, right? I want to be able to have something completed yeah. at the end of every week that I can go play with that week. That's, you know, based. It's got the top coat, it's ready to roll. So, like, I try to paint in something, paint in batches that I know I can complete in in one week. And that's mm-hmm. kind of my like. Because if, if I've got something on my hobby desk for over a week, I, I just get i get like kind of like you said kind of bored with it and but yeah. you know kudos to you nick if it works for you you've got beautiful armies so whatever works for you man seriously i'll tell you kicker no wrong you know
2: the 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 hobby the models are piling up on my desk and uh mm-hmm. because of a certain pre-order that's coming up this uh oh, this yeah. weekend it's going to get even more full so do you want to take us into that uh pre-order that's coming up. It's just, just a small pre-order, just right? Just a small one.
1: Guys, you've been waiting. You've been waiting. You knew it was coming. Yeah, The predictions were pretty damn accurate because people have been predicting this for a while. Up for pre-order this weekend, it's the new 10th edition starter box with Space Marines and Nids, the Leviathan box. We got a two-week window for this. That mm-hmm. means that this box set is going to be available right after ACO. So ACO is officially the last hurrah of 9th edition. And then in the, f- the following week, yeah, right. Go enjoy enjoy it and then right after that you've got you've got this brand new box, you got this brand new edition to start yep. working on. So it is a gorgeous box. So that's Saturday they go up for pre-orders, right? That is Saturday. They'll go so up for pre-order for 2 be, weeks.
0: Be checking out the FLG site on Saturday, folks.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and, and honestly the this is lit, like I like, you know, we we're very fortunate to to have friends at GW. We've seen this this is the most gorgeous box period. Mm-hmm. Like just it is the best one there's no comparison it does make me a little i mean it doesn't have orcs in it though it doesn't have orcs in it but it's just like it set the bar bar so high for these like box collections like i'm just i don't know what they could do in the future like i I really don't know everything is, is so immaculately done um i will tell you that frontline gaming who you know sponsors our podcast that you know I work for. They they mm-hmm. do have a large order of these going to be allocated to the store. So if you're looking for one and you don't want to miss out, order yours through Frontline to Org and maybe one of our old producer here or maybe Seth can drop in chat our affiliate links. Uh, say say you know buy us a cup of coffee or something, which or, or yeah. beer or something. Yeah. So so consider getting your Leviathan box. Um, we've got more news than just this brand new beautiful box, Seth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you talk about this because this is this is a little sensitive. We're talking about Forge World, man.
0: Yeah, so actually it was topical that we brought this up because I uh, I had the conversation with my friends uh last night about this but um they they've announced that uh a lot of the the Forge World models uh including a lot of the like classic dreadnoughts that you see, uh, like the the Leviathan and the Contemptors, mm-hmm. um, and then a lot of the the Space Marine vehicles, the Fire Raptors, the Storm Eagles, uh, yeah. the big, you know, Felblades and the Fajulans, <laughs> those are all going to be Horus Heresy only. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, no, well, it, I understand it hurts, Kicker. Mm-hmm. And I was with you until I was having a conversation with one of my friends that uh, is more into 30K than he is 40K at this point and uh it's interesting because i think by space marines we can all admit they are not lacking for model diversity very fair right and so by limiting these models to 30k or horus heresy only it really gives that game system its own distinct feel those are those are models and units you only see in that system so i i understand like one like You know, you have your toy, you want to play with it in 40K, and they are going to make rules for these for for narrative and casual play, but these rules are explicitly not for match tournament play. So you can still play with him on your casual pickup game. It makes 30K feel different at an event than a 40K event does, which I think which really it should important. be. It should be, right? Yeah. I mean, it is a different game, right? Different game rules. Yeah. So I I understand that it rubbed a lot of people a long way. Actually, one of my friends, you know, was trying to paint a bunch of, uh, you know, dreadnoughts, and he literally just had a picture of, here's all my dreadnoughts I need to pitch. And then he took the picture and just like X'd out all the dreadnoughts that he couldn't play with anymore. <laughs> you know, and I felt for him, but I also was like, you know, um if you and i want to play a casual game on a saturday or whatever like you can throw those things on the table man it's yeah. fine
1: and 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 you know i was talking to somebody who did have a very good perspective he got a lot of use and love out of those Forge world models like we're talking about five six seven years and yeah. and i mean i know we want to be able to use these models indefinitely but come on guys we are all guilty there's always something new and shiny around the corner some models you know it's 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 time to let them have their um their sunset you know so yeah time to you know, ride off into the sunset yeah <laughs> yeah well okay so so forge world has got some big shakeups. we do know that custodies and i believe knights get a lot of their stuff still right is, is that accurate guys uh, well
0: th- so there's still going to be imperial armor and yeah it looks like a lot of that stuff is still going to be allowed yeah. um we'll just have to kind of wait and see on the the full list when they release that in- that
1: information, yeah, uh, more than just as preview. Article. Maybe we should have a wall at LVO of like you know for those that we have lost. You know, just your favorite, you know, Forge World Mini. You take a photo, oh. put the wall. You know, oh kicker, you're playing with fire there, bud. I love it. <laughs> All right, I, I don't know. I just it just seems like fun. Uh, Nikki D, are you losing any any beloved miniature from the Forge World thing? You no,
2: know? I I I am not. I'm one of those players that I came into 40k only a handful of years ago, and yeah. I can tell you one of my probably one of the first you know, Tuesday night leagues that I played in, there was a guy that I've gotten to know and become very good friends with, but half of his models were Forge World. So when you're a new player showing up to the table and there's all these models that you don't see them listed in the index, you don't like it 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 goes both ways. It can be very frustrating. I, but Seth, to your point, I share the frustration uh, or I understand the frustration for players that have had those models and have Mm -hmm. used them. And I got to say guys, Forge World models, those, some of those kits are some of my favorites. Forge World proxies, or <laughs> people yeah. trying to mimic some of the four-wheeled 4 models are also yeah. perhaps some of the most embarrassing models that we've seen yeah. on the table. So yeah. this is one of those parts where I think a little bit of trimming, not a bad thing. Um,
1: yeah, but- and, and from a competitive standpoint, a... Narrowing the model range makes it easier for them to balance. Exactly, yep. and and it is also. I don't like to bring like personal financial status or economic you know, economics into this, but like it's it's it makes it more. Ex- everyone has access to the same models regardless of your, your discretionary income, right? Because four does tend to be a little bit more expensive, so mm-hmm. at least everyone's kind of playing from the from the same um, deck of cards, kind of. Um, yeah. I do I do think though that you know, hey, chat, tell us what you think. We're always interested. Um, I do have quite a few Forge World models, but I'm actually okay with it. Like I was a little frustrated at first, but then I realized that I like all the new models that are coming out. Like I really do like the dynamic poses. I like, there's just so much. So it's not that big of a loss for me personally. But now we got to talk about the the Space Marine stuff, man, because this was another big thing that, you know, some people were really psyched, but some people a little not so psyched. We got mm-hmm. the different, um, I guess, non-traditional Space Marine factions getting a little bit of 10th edition yeah. preview. Uh, do we want to start off with Dark Angels?
0: Yeah, so they, they took in them a very interesting design direction I didn't anticipate. Mm-hmm. So basically their their ability Grim Resolve means when they fail Battle Shock, they still count as OC one. Um, so not necessarily mitigating taking battleshock, but mitigating the results of battleshock. So I thought that was very interesting. Which is important,
1: right, guys? Cause if you are battleshocked, you have OC zero, which means even mm-hmm. if you're standing on an uncontested objective, you don't control that objective. Correct, Seth?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so even if you like, you know, blast a unit they got one or two dudes on the back on an objective, they fail their battle shock, they still count as having OC1 each, so they're still going to hold the objective. So that's, that's, that's I, I think that's very interesting. Yeah. So that's yep. solid. Um, Space Wolves got their sagas, which is their, you have to do certain things usually with their characters and that unlocks bigger effects. Um it's thematic, I mean, right? It's thematic. It's thematic. It's a little clunky. Yeah. Um. Because I got to go do something with this guy over here to get my buff. So, yeah, Uh. Nikki D. You want to take Blood Angels for us, bud? Maybe not.
2: Oh. Uh, okay. Yep. There we go. Sorry. I had to click buttons to unmute myself. My Blood <laughs> Angels. Uh, we talk a lot on this show about I'm a demons player. I'm a Death Guard player, but the Blood Angels are my first and true love. They are often. Uh. It is often mentioned in the lore. They. They were. Corrin's first choice for a, mm-hmm. a Legion to bring to the side of Chaos. Don't let that fool you. Blood Angels are the good guys. I'm a little sad about their their detachment bonus. It's plus one strength and plus one attack. Not as good as the Savage Echoes where they got plus one attack and they had plus one to wound and they had plus one uh, to advance and charge rolls. But guys, it's a new addition. We're going to wait and see all the rules. We're going to wait and see all the points. But something I am excited for, Death Company
1: uh my death company. They, i
2: i love my death company they're my favorite thing in the blood angels army and this in the the data sheet which we're showing on the screen right now if you're watching live mm-hmm. uh for the death company intercessors the primaris version they're looking kind of spicy they can uh mm-hmm. they can overwatch or heroic intervention for free which hey so, guys oh, wait,
1: wait, wait, they can heroic intervention for free yes yeah. Yeah, oh, so I knew community. you could Overwatch for free, but no one's, I mean, no, no one in my circles are talking about the Heroic Intervention for free, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I believe that's a six-inch move, uh, potential six-inch move now, you've got to roll well, the Well, you, you got to roll 2d6. Roll 2d6. Oh, but, you yeah. know, the point is that you have a little bit more of an increased threat range now, which, yeah. is, which is nice. Cool. Yeah, cool. so
2: Kicker, quick question for you. Yeah. We're at this point in the show here. Uh, stratagems, right, for 10th edition. Where can folks find out information about, like, what is oh, a heroic we should talk intervention? About that. Guys, what, we did we a pretty
1: that? sweet uh, signal special report. There's a, It's mm-hmm. a three, sort of a four part series. I guess we can release the fourth part in the near future, uh, if not already. But yeah, it's, it's three parts. It is basically giving you all the good uh, details. We have an entire part just on the stratagems. You know, I read them to 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 Nikki D and, and Seth live, well, recorded, but now you get the reactions live for us live. at the time. Live <laughs> for us at the time. And you get their uh you know honest true transparent uh, opinions and, and reactions to these stratagems there are these core stratagems which are integral to all the armies and one of them is heroic intervention yeah. which is pretty dang cool uh let's talk about black temple arts because wow those guys got good uh, mm-hmm. who wants to take this one in, in, competitive correspondent seth do you feel good with this one do, do you feel i do uh, don't temple? know what to do let me look
0: <laughs> I, uh, all right, okay. I got it i got it i'm good i'm good i'm right, good well, yeah, so, so, so scroll yeah. scroll all right they get to pick uh before the battle they can have uh lethal hits on their melee weapons models need to have a final plane and a better leadership characteristic uh for them bone against psychic attacks and have the anti psychic form ability or sustained ones yeah so i like it it's really flexible um if you're going into a psychic heavy army you take before the witch and destroy the witch uh if you're Going into something that's really tough, you might take lethal hits, or something that's a horde, you take sustained hits. You know, so I, I like it. It's flexible, and I like having that flexibility. And I like how it calls out at the start of the first battle round. So this is something that you're selecting each game, so you can adjust as yeah, the as of. the thing
1: goes. We're going to phone in a friend right now, Nikki D. I think that you have found something very interesting about Black Templars. Please share.
2: I, yeah. I- the data sheet for the Primaris Sword Brethren, which is an amazing mm-hmm. kit that was updated for, for Black Templars, that was included in the update from Games Workshop. They have an ability where at the start of the fight phase, they can uh, select an effect to apply for that fight phase that either gives them plus one attack or plus one damage to their melee weapons. So mm-hmm. having that kind of flexibility, and we've already seen, hey, things get tougher Getting plus one damage for a unit like that, that's a dedicated melee unit, that's real spicy. And Seth, especially with those vows that you talked about, I think folks, uh, or Space Marine players, have been real, real excited about Black Templars this last week.
1: Yeah. And, And then last but not least, guys, we've got Death Watch. Seth are you familiar with Nikki D because like these these guys they're not the very popular faction we see them but they're just not as established I barely know anything about them Seth do you, do you know about these guys I don't even I didn't really Well they watch things die they watch things know. that okay there we go they watch no. these, they're usually they're all about the customization uh, yeah. Nikki D you got them Seth or Nikki you got them? Uh
0: they they again have some fle- flexibility where they can pick their tactics um but these can change uh each command phase uh unlike the Black Templars, which is like one thing you get for the whole game, these can change per command phase. Uh, so you can have things like sustained hits or lethal hits um, or precision abilities on a critical hit, so on a six to hit. So again, a lot of variety and flexibility on what you need in that moment, um, which has always kind of been with Death Watch, their, their shtick is being able to pick what you need right now to, to succeed this turn and it looks like they've got
1: multiple weapon options with devastating oh, yeah. wounds which is which is pretty spicy <laughs> We're going to that not like devastating wounds that is not his friend uh no. that 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 is if you get a wound roll of 6 it automatically becomes a mortal wound right
0: you, yeah. you well, it yeah. turns the damage into mortal it's, wounds. Oh, yeah, it turns the complete damage. So your damage difficult. one, it's one mortal wound. Damage oh, two, two. If your damage, I don't know. We'll talk 12. about it later. But d6 plus two. Yeah. Uh, it's d6 plus two mortal wounds. So. All right, guys,
1: in mm-hmm. chat, tell us which is your favorite non-traditional Space Marine faction focus. We're curious to know what you think. What is the strongest? uh You know, Black Templars, Blood Angels, Space Wolves, mm-hmm. Dark Angels, Darth Watch. You know, you tell us. Let's talk about Titans. They got a faction focus, which is yeah, interesting because they they're not a very um, commonly played army. They're not army. A faction. <laughs> they're not really a faction, are they're, they?
0: They're a model type in other armies, other yeah. factions.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I don't think we really need to go into depth about them. Uh, I mean, like, they're nice. They're big models. But, you know, Seth, is there anything else, I immediately got yeah.
0: multiple messages right. the day this released about, are you painting a Gargantuan goth? Yeah. I already had a Gargantuan goth built in yeah, painting, folks. I was on it.
1: Okay, um, S- S- Seth, now may- maybe I'm incorrect, but I believe most Orc players have named their Gargajun <laughs> and Squiggle. Have you uh, named your... Most
0: Orc players, be, you mean like Val Heffelfinger? I think yeah, so, okay, Val. I mean. All right,
1: his sorry, he has is- two. He's named him after his dog. It's, it's cute. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, uh, okay, nerd news time. Nikki D, I know that you've got something you want to share.
2: Yeah, I, I'm just a fountain of knowledge when it comes to nerd, nerd news. Uh, mm-hmm. New trailer that dropped today good omens uh if you're not familiar with it it is a series uh that is on amazon, amazon. yep, yep. Uh, uh. definitely recommend checking it out um uh, it is based on the classic terry pratchett and neil uh Guyman novel novel of the same name uh first season came out i think 2020 maybe 2021 uh michael sheen and then uh, david Tennant. who david Tennant. i mean yeah. folks we're talking nerd news yeah. david tenet doc doctor who i mean that's that's straight okay. on nerd. nerd. So what royalty. is
1: it about? Give me like the one, like, is it action? Is it because I'm, I'm looking for a new series here. Ooh,
2: yeah. So Good Omens, it's basically uh, uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen. They play uh, an angel and devil that are okay. on Earth and are basically scheming um, with and against heaven and hell uh, with regards to what us normal mortals on Earth are doing. So it's, it's kind of more, you know, comedy, dark comedy, thriller, you know, that that sort of thing. It's got some action in it, Kicker, but it's not by any means an action series. Cool. Um, but if yeah. you like something that's a little bit quirky, very British, uh, this will definitely <laughs> fill that need and some, some wonderful actors that are in it.
1: Yeah. Sweet, sweet. All right, guys, we are going to hop into some event news. And boy, do we have a bunch. First of all, guys, LVO, guys, the update. Mm-hmm. Big update here. We are going to go uh, live this uh, Friday at ni- uh, the ninth. We're going to be going live Saturday. There's a few reasons. So Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard okay. Time. This is a uh, this is a this is a change. So why are we going like you know why are we changing it last minute like this? Going from uh, you know Friday to Saturday. There's a few reasons. One. The obvious reason that's the same time leviathan goes live right that way you can go get your 40k ticket your champs ticket whatever to lvo mm-hmm. and your your box set get it all done in one purchase just uh, destroy
0: your bank account all at destroy once
1: destroy all at once all at once but also we had quite a few people you know a little upset that we were going live with you know the largest lvo ever uh, with tickets that oftentimes sell out day of um going live on a weekday because they just thought it was not yeah that, fair. That, that is tough if you're working yeah, it was it was really really challenging. So if we go live on Saturday, you know, some people, you know, on the other side of the world, it might be Sunday. But the point is, it's over a weekend, so that more people yeah, have that the makes opportunity. Sense. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it is important. You know, we we do LBO is a, an, an, an international event. We've got people coming from around the world. If, events, and especially the packages, send to sell out within within minutes, if not hours. Um, but but definitely by the end of day one, a lot of this stuff will be gone. So we want everyone yeah. to have at least a chance to try it while you can. Yeah. Yeah. So, Here, I do uh, have a question go, about LVO. Go, go. Do is it. the room block gonna be up? Good question. Okay, guys. So as you may or may not have realized yet, the LVO is at the Rio. The Rio is under new ownership, totally new ownership. It's 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 exciting, but the room block will be coming in a week or two afterwards. This is because okay yeah so sit tight you'll get your the room block will get announced everyone will have the same opportunity to jump onto that room block when we make that a big announcement and there's some very exciting things about this room block which we'll talk about later gotcha. team slash club ticket this is a brand new upgrade for clubs coming in from around the country slash world mm-hmm. that ticket which we've kind of alluded to before will not be available this saturday that will be an upgrade to your existing ticket so you'll look for an email to a lot of the club teams to 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 join in on that okay. same with the painting class painting classes about three to four oh, weeks later so
0: all you have to worry about basically this this coming weekend is getting your con badge and any event badge and any event packages you want
1: yeah and, and the key word if you, you just said there Seth, is packages right the packages yeah. are extremely limited so if you want your convention uh you know your 40k package or your, your mm-hmm. kill team package your agency mark package get that this weekend or else you're probably not going to get it uh, oh, like,
0: oh, like painting classes your room your upgrade for your team all yep. that stuff's coming you don't have to worry about getting that all
1: ironed out uh, oh, we should we should school. talk about the con badge though this is kind of cool the con badge yep. has got more perks than ever before it includes a bunch of stuff where previously did not include it so you can go to a bunch of paint classes for free seminars for free and mm-hmm. if you get your con badge you know within a re- like i think with the next few months the next 3 months so basically an early bird con badge you're going to get a really sweet gift from us mm-hmm. i can't tell you what the gift is because I'm, I'm just not allowed to but it's something you've never gotten at another uh competitive tournament before and you will was- absolutely <laughs> use it
0: Kicker is going to give you cereal.
1: I'm going to give you cereal. <laughs> I mean, right, Everyone right. gives Kicker cereal. <laughs> i stockpiling it all these years just to give to everybody. Um Also, Seth, I don't know if you saw the catalog. Did you see the, the LVO catalog we put out? It has all yeah. these little um, – it's a pretty handy all, all, little tool. Yeah
0: yeah it's got all the 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 event specific merch um and it also kind of tells you what the packages are so you kind of have a chance to figure out what it is that you want so if you want to get one of those bigger ticket items they're going to sell out fast uh you can jump on it and and know what you're getting and do your research before the tickets go live
1: yeah and and then if you go to some of the further page like page two page three page four of the catalog it'll have all the different uh events we have from you know geez yeah war machine to you know lord of the Rings, so you got a whole range of stuff in there uh all right quickly talking about aco guys aco is soon it's not this weekend it's next weekend you the tokens are out if you're playing in the 40k or age of Sigmar or kill team you should get your tokens already please make sure you register for the uh, through bcp add yourself to the roster hey, get ready upload your list i don't know that i have a token kicker oh yeah i need to get you a token sorry and, and yeah. you too Nikki d <laughs> I'm a, I'm a terrible human being, uh, but if you uh, if you have a ticket through the normal means, meaning through our web cart, uh, you should have gotten an email already from our automated system with a, t- a token, a little code that allows you to add yourself to BCP. Please, please, please upload your list so that you're not dinged for doing it late. Uh, oh, and meet and greet on Thursday night. We're going to have a cash bar there. You're going to be able to hang out with myself, Seth, Nick, uh, Nick. the judges. We're all going to be there just hanging out. You can roll some dice. That's from four, I, I
0: even hear that uh, Nick and I might be accepting challengers. <laughs>
1: yes who wants to challenge the great if uh, you think you have
0: what it takes to take on 30 flash kits and 15 mega (laughs) knobs you just hit up the mad dock and we'll square we'll we'll get you squared away real quick
1: yeah oh and this will be a great opportunity to pick up one of those fancy uh doubloons right one of those one of these special yeah yeah my, my special swag Yes. Uh,
2: Here here I thought it was a pizza eating contest. Like that's what people (laughs) could challenge us to. But oh, games of 40k too. That that's fine. All right. Oh,
1: do we want to do that? Because I'll do that contest and then I'll whip your ass. For I will buy the pizza for you guys. All right. Like I am all for that. All right. (laughs) So Thursday night, it's really chill. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing formal. We're all setting up all day long, and then after that, we're just hanging out in the hall. Come by, you know, between four and seven thirty p.m. There'll be the cash bar. We'll be having the tables open so you can get a practice game in at seven thirty. just Fox pointed
0: out in chat, uh, we are fairly certain that ACO uh, will be the last. Super major level event of ninth edition.
1: Yes. Yes, it, it is. is. the send off. It is the send off. Guys, and ACO is the I'm going to win hurrah. it with 30 flash kits. You're going to win it. Seth, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you. Uh, it will be the last hurrah. Uh, yep. So talking about ACO, a few other things that are really important, which we just haven't alluded to, is that there's a ton of food in the hall. For breakfast, lunch, dinner, you can get all your food in the hall. Um, ACO uh, is a pretty big, Atlantic City Harris is a pretty big resort. You, you know, we didn't, one of the lo- complaints from the past was having people having to walk down to the food court or whatever. So. In the hall, there's gonna be a bar. It starts opening up, I believe at 11 a.m., but starting at 8 a.m., you can get your breakfast sandwiches and-, and, and coffee, you know, coffee. Coffee and yeah, bagels yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. And then at, new, at 11, we have lunch. You know, There's chicken tenders, I can pull up the They're, full menu. There's, there's turkey and Swiss sandwiches, yeah, just uh, a whole range of stuff. And that stays open until about 7, 7.30, uh, 6.30, 7 o'clock p.m., so you can get your snacks and whatnot, so. Yeah, it's and that's easier. always
0: a lot more convenient than trying to run out, you know, you got a few minutes between rounds or, or, or whatever. It's always nice just to have that. I like to do that because then I can just eat my breakfast and hang out in the hall. Exactly, and chat with people as they come in. So that's and where it's I'll be cheaper
1: than anything else in the entire resort. Like, you're, yeah. it's cheaper than going anywhere else in the res- resort. Yeah, you're not getting like you know a, f- a fine dining experience. You're getting chicken tenders and fries, but that's all you really need. We when can you're have the fine food. dining e- in the evening kicker. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: You, you and I will get dressed up. We'll get on our tuxes. We'll go out.
1: Uh, let's do it, um, Seth. You have a question for Nikki D for our
2: super? Oh, yes,
1: I do. I do
0: uh Nikki d are you ready
2: let's go for it
0: all right 30 seconds Nikki d what is your bold prediction for 10th edition 40k all
2: right i've got two for you seth first i'm gonna pick the best space screen chapter for the 10th edition and it will be going from worst to first imperial fist oh okay. all oh right. wow that, yeah. that
0: is bold Mm-hmm.
2: I got, like I said, got to go big. They were really hot in eighth edition for a while. But, anyways, I got 30 right. seconds. My other prediction uh, this is a gimme new models filling out the range for Leagues of Votan and World Eaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then, other random item uh, the Frood, the like sky aliens, the, the Zenos. Yeah, yeah, the Hayes. And out. like they're basically 40K Skaven. Give me that. That's what I want.
1: Okay, I know we're over 30 seconds, but we need to explore this a little bit more. Uh, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, chat, Seth, Nikki D, but it seems like in 8th edition we got a new faction. In 9th edition we got a new faction. I'm assuming in 10th edition we got to get a new faction, right? Like we have to. Right? Trader admec Dark admec. <sighs> No, we're getting Dark-Eyed Mech. Okay, Dark-Eyed Mech would make sense. I think the, the Her... They gotta whatever, give someone for Vashjord to hang out with. The, the, no, you're right, Seth, right? Like, they, it's like they're creating this whole, you know, all, they've got all the backstory yeah. there, the aesthetic is there, we just need some troops for them. Yeah, so so guys, tell us in chat, what do you think is a potential new faction for 10th Edition? Because we are mm-hmm. legitimately interested. We've already
0: got one vote for Emperor's Children.
1: Ooh, Emperor, you know what, that makes sense. That
0: makes yeah. sense. It Quick has, question for has. you
2: guys, because I mean, Emperor's Children as a Chaos Space Marine, maybe there's a new Xenos. I'm... I, I mean, uh, kicker, you you play some Imperial armies. Is there an obvious or like maybe obvious Imperial army that could be a new addition? Because there's nothing that really comes to mind for me. I mean, maybe the Arbites get like their whole. Like we'll have a whole Judge Dread army, but aside from that, I can't.
1: Really yeah. So, so you know, man, uh, with the um, Imperial, what was it Spe- not Imperial specials? What was the recent one? In, in, oh my gosh, come on! What was the term? Imperial Red- agents.
0: Imperial, yeah, Imperial
1: agents. agents yeah. By them saying very specifically that in that faction focus that it was not going to be its own detachment, I was kind of like, oh, there it goes a shot. You know, the chances because they have so many. Because of Kill Team, we've got Navy Breachers, we've got our We now have Inquisitor Red at noon. Like we have options. So it seems like they have enough models. They just need something to tie them together so you can run a force. I would like Especially to say that's the, the of Those ways.
0: forces are always little add-ons to other armies.
1: Yeah, and, and like technically arbiters are just cops. Like, why are cops going and fighting space a war? Cops, right?
0: Space cops. Yeah.
1: space <laughs> <laughs> So so I, I don't think narratively it fits, but I think that they have the model range ready. They just yeah. need they just need the ability to to, to bring it in. Um, all right. That all right, was that was yeah. a
0: very long short, guys. That was a long short. Uh, Sorry. I think we broke the rules there, but let's
1: get into the thing <laughs> that everyone wants to talk about. Yeah, that
0: it. is a little old thing called 10th edition kicker. Yeah. Uh, as as you know, and as everyone else knows, uh, all the content creators put out all their videos on Saturday and right along with them, GW dropped the full core rules free mm-hmm. online for everyone to go check out, along with a kind of a, a quick start guide to kind of get you up to speed. Uh, what do you think, Kicker? You know, we did our video, but I, I want to hear your thoughts. What are you thinking about? 10? Well,
1: well, first of all, I am going to toot our own horn. Multiple people reached out to me saying I really liked your take on the tenth edition stuff that we released. Um, just because it was, it was a little more casual, a little more relaxed, but it was also just yeah. like genuine and not just like textbook. It was like our genuine opinions and and, and feelings, which mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. I think tenth edition <laughs> is is it's a big change, but it's not. Completely different. We're still playing the same 40k game. Yes, yeah. some things have been tweaked, but I don't think it's like learning a new language here. It's just yeah. you know learning a few new like a different vocabulary for that same language. Does that make sense? I don't know. What do you think, Seth? I, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean um, it's not a I'm, huge I'm, pivot. It's not from seventh to eighth, right? It's not that yeah. big of a change.
0: It's not. It, yeah, it's not. A, it's not a complete ground up rewrite like seventh to eighth was. Um, so I, I think that helps, and I, and the indexes should help to kind of. Bring everyone into the edition, kind of on the same uh, footing. Yeah. Um, now they did reveal the Leviathan data sheets, um, which we've seen most of them already, just through uh, the, the Frontline Gaming or not <laughs> the Games Workshop uh, Warhammer community articles. They previewed yeah, yeah. a lot of those already, um, but they also did 10th edition preview games at uh, Kansas City this weekend, and they streamed yeah. two of those. Um, I. I you know I saw those games, which I got to see more information than we had uh, when we did our review um i've I've come to kind of a split opinion about tenth edition okay, shoot I think tenth edition um and and this is I have a lot of friends that play more narratively and casually um I think tenth edition for that group is gonna be a better edition than the ninth was uh because they really have streamlined a lot of the rules. They've taken out a lot of the more complex, weird interactions that create kind of feel bad moments. They've created the the data card system where they have the actual cards. I can show you you and I kicker are going to go play a pickup game. I can hand you here's the five or six cards in my army list uh, and you can take a look at them. Um, So there's certainly like that makes it a lot easier for that. I know one of the big complaints that my 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 casual friends have is there were too many special rules for each army. There was too much like I have how many, I have 30 stratagems and a bajillion yeah. pieces of, uh, you know, relics and warlord traits. They've streamlined that with, with the the reduced numbers of uh, they showed us like what, six stratagems for each of those two arm or four yeah. armies they did. Minimal, so, yeah. you know, like six, six specialized stratagems for your army and uh, you know, it was 18 in the core book. They've already said that, you know, if you're playing an army, you're going to have two two pages of rules for the army, yeah. uh, so to speak. So, I think that group is going to be better served.
1: And, and be, it's, that, it's also, I think you're saying it's it's simpler. It's also, I think, let's just go with the word more intuitive. Like yeah. the charge phase is very intuitive. It's 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 pretty it's pretty obvious. Like this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you can actually do. Just do it. You know, yeah. so it feels and, natural. And
0: to be fair, the the thing we we in the competitive community hear all the time is the competitive community is the minority of the community. So yeah. if, if that's, and I don't know the numbers, GW has those numbers, um, but if that's the case and that's the lion's share of their their customers, then they've done that group right. I certainly th- have seen a few things now that give me pause in the competitor community that, that is going to need to be addressed going forward. I've already seen a few people in chat pointing it out tonight. There's some, some weird wording with terrain where if you're not wholly within a terrain feature, uh, that's ruins you can't see through it and shoot so like if the butt like if you put the front of your Lehman Russ in a in a ter- piece of terrain kicker that has a big old you know crack in it and that you could shoot through if the butt of your tank is sticking out of the terrain it's not wholly within, therefore it can't see through the terrain
1: yeah that's gonna be a little challenging so
0: okay. i i six su- i suspect with stuff like that um they said a lot this weekend that there is a a They call it a designer commentary, but it sounds a lot more like an FAQ or a really detailed rare rules thing that's probably going to clarify a lot of that stuff. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see that. They, Do we know when that's dropping Seth? I didn't no, know they didn't just, uh, that was from Mike Brandt on, I think the second 10th edition stream they were doing where he okay. kept saying there is a, there is a design document that goes into all of the, the minutia of these rules interactions and clears up a lot of the stuff. So I'm hoping to see that clear up some of those things like weird terrain interactions. Um, they previewed a couple of data sheets on stream. Um, we're not going to throw those images up, those are GW's images, but you can go back and find them on their stream. Um, this is where I get really concerned when I see something like uh, the D cannons on support weapon batteries. Yeah, uh, They've got like a 24 inch range and they have devastating wounds and indirect fire. And with um, heavy, they negate the uh negative one to hit from indirect. And And with fate dice, you can just say, here's a six. I automatically get a six to wound. Now I'm doing D6 plus two mortal wounds to your unit. So there definitely look to be some things that are really strong and really
2: devastating.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. Now, we haven't seen points. You know, people are trying to speculate on points. But yeah, those are like as soon as that data sheet got streamed, I got like three or four messages from guys being like, did you see this? And I was like, no, yeah. and they were Like, <laughs> holy crap, Seth. And I was like, Oh no. So there are definitely some things that seem a little overtuned. tuned. Um, but I'm, I'm hopeful that we get um, either some points with those that make those, those really strong things rarer, or um, it's entirely possible that maybe there's some sort of FAQs coming for those. That's uh, a rumor that's been floating around. Who knows? But so from a competitive standpoint, It's, I mean, it's, it's any game when it comes out competitively, there's always going to be hiccups and bumps. I mean, hell kicker, you know, I was playing this little game called Diablo four this weekend and my build got patched within 48 hours of the game dropping. Oh, so.
1: yeah, and, and that's like okay, played, right?
0: Four built so it's like they didn't know those things were going to be abused and broken until they let them loose in the community,
1: and then they were like, "Oh, wait a minute!" So it's not unusual for game companies to release something, that- and it shows proactiveness, right? Yeah. Like that's important. Like guys, it's a brand new edition. There's going to be stuff that when you have this many more people playing, we're going to find things that are wrong. But yeah. it's the responsiveness, the reaction by the publisher, which is what GW is doing. Is they're going to try to react that will show yeah. us so what you know what we got here like that's I, that's key
0: i definitely have my concerns but i think overall uh, it we're we're in a good spot they're going to be able to react to it uh, and adjust these things i know there's going to be a lot of other content creators that are much more focused on all the minutiae of all the little things that are out of whack and they will be shouting to the rafters about those so hopefully they are heard um but Let's-
1: Let's get Nikki D's kind of bird's eye view on this. Yeah. You know, I mean, is, is he come from a, a? You know, what is your thoughts? You, you know, I think Seth Fortarian and I have been in this hobby longer than you, Nick. Um, and 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 so, you, Nick, I think you started in seventh, right, or was it eighth?
2: I started end of seventh, and I tell folks sometimes honestly, it's a miracle that I stayed in the game, uh, yeah. <laughs> given the state of play at the end of seventh edition. Now, there's very. Uh, prominent other voices that'll say that that was the best time for playing 40k because of the complexity it but was someone, the best of
0: times it was the worst.
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> sorry and wait a minute it, it was really complicated and i mean through eighth edition and then ninth edition i ran events at my local store and that was <sighs> one of the parts where just how easier it, how much easier it was to get people into the game made a big yeah. difference but as i've talked in my circles with people that are more experienced versus people that are newer to the game all the veterans have been saying wait until the points come out Uh, because you know even just as an example we've seen uh, on the stream from games workshop the data sheet for the bloodthirster guys a demons player here. you know i love my bloodthirster i will be running a bloodthirster at atlantic city open we've seen what that data sheet looks like if that bloodthirster is 200 points i'm gonna be real happy if it's 500 points i'm gonna be real sad so that context on points is gonna make such a big difference I think we have to wait, and I think there's going to be a lot of content that comes out from different folks um, when the points do come out, when the PDFs come out. Which Games Workshop had a post about the PDFs and the rules when those are going to be available. Um, that came out today, but there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out. So let's get excited. Yep. Uh, we're Great. gonna we're gonna have enough information, and uh, it's going to be an exciting time. Yeah.
1: And, and don't forget, GW is running their own event. Right after the drop, so they're going to have an opportunity to see how this plays at a tournament. And GW has been very responsive. They're and, probably going to release updates as needed because they're they they want to keep a fun uh, you know exactly game. Yeah, and and
0: I, I will tell you, I know from from our backend conversations that our judge team is keeping an eye on all of these issues um, because LSO is tenth edition. So yeah. we are certainly keeping an eye out. Oh, and, and that's a big seeing... deal,
1: Seth. You should we should be saying that LSO yes. is tenth edition. We can finally right. formally can finally that. Say it.
0: Yeah. So LSO. <laughs> is the kickoff for 10th edition you can find me and kicker and steven box there uh i'm sure <laughs> I'm a bunch just, of this is steven
1: box just. i <laughs> i really
0: if people were paying attention to facebook i may have posted a uh you know patrick swayze chris farley chip and dales uh meme and i really i think i want steven to be my my uh my patrick swayze to my chris farley i oh, think, I, think I need weird. that <laughs> uh, but anyway that's a different discussion point is uh i, I might be negative about what i saw out of this stuff, but that doesn't mean I'm not, I'm not staying in the community. Uh, I'm signed up to go to LSO. I'm going to be there. I have faith that, uh, GW is going to course correct if there are any mistakes. And I know our judge team is keeping an eye on any of those things that come up. Um, now I think it's also really important, uh, for you kicker, uh, cause you can't see chat as well as I can. I uh, see. chat has renamed our producer. Oh, okay. What, 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 what he is now Nikki D cannon. <laughs>
1: D cannon. Yes. <laughs>
0: So, I'm I am I that's officially your name now. I'm sorry, Nikki D. Cannon.
2: Yeah, I I can't can't do anything about it. I I can't do anything about it. Once a nickname is given uh, by the community, it is there forever. So, uh, Uh, shout out to Disflux. I appreciate it.
1: I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. All right. So, all right. Very, very cool.
2: Well, speaking Uh, of
0: of other content creators, uh, Nikki D, do you have anything else on that? I saw a note here about that
2: nope nope uh, yeah let's seth let's talk about some of those content creators and uh what are, I, what are some of our other friends on the frontline gaming network doing this week
0: now uh you know my my definitely not man crush Stephen box over at vanguard tactics uh they have put together a how to play series oh, nice. um that just came out uh and it is like stunningly well shot i knew like the last few weeks we <laughs> have been working real hard on it like i went and watched it today and i was like this is this is not your average camera work this is just not like you know, two bros staring at a camera talking Dude, about. They've uh,
1: leveled up their so they have a whole new studio. They've really oh yeah. been you know.
0: Yeah. So it's it's pretty <laughs> impressive. So, I'm super excited going through that. They have their 10th edition accelerator course um, to go through with that as well. Uh, now, our former producer, <laughs> Tech Priest Dicky, has been working, and I and I do honestly mean this. That man has been working overtime with Grim After Dark because they did a how to play video, and it is. If you like grim after dark humor, it is absolutely hilarious because they go through the rules in a very concise manner and they give you visuals with them, but they also just throw in random like off the wall grim jokes throughout it. Um, So I I know he did a lot of work on that. Um, He'd been working on a script and voiceover stuff for literally weeks. So I just really want to give him a plug there. Um, Now, Kicker, we did a video. Uh, about the you know the top ten biggest changes, and then I was checking out some of our other you know folks in the program, and lo and behold, uh, Vanguard—no, uh, not, not Vanguard Tactics—Tabletop Titans did a ten changes you need to know about tenth edition. Um, so I have we a like bone them, to pick like with uh, Adrian now. Um, so I'll be messaging him uh, with a cease and desist. Uh, I have <laughs> copyrighted uh, top tens for 40k forever Forever. keep an eye on your email adrian uh that's that's coming for you so don't (laughs) worry about that uh but yeah lots of content out there Lots of folks to check out. Uh, don't forget, if you ever want to support one of the folks in our affiliate program, they're gonna have links uh, for all of the good things like tickets and, and, and Leviathan boxes. So if you want to grab one of those and help support them, just use their affiliate link instead. So uh, check those guys out. Uh, Kicker, uh, I don't think you waited at a community poll this week because we were uh, making
1: you uh, I've been work working too hard. Yeah, too much. So someone else can fill in the community poll. Uh, community or chat, tell us seriously right now, um... They're just going off about, uh, oh. Nikki D, uh, Nikki D cannon. Yeah. Nikki D cannon. All right. So why don't we just straight, uh, yeah. straight hop right into the spotlight. Yeah, so and, community
0: uh, spotlight. Uh, I think I had the order wrong because I saw Nikki D changing the notes here. So I'm just going to trust that he's right. Uh, nope. There we go. So our first one up, uh, JC Watts, uh, has, uh, this beautiful, I think it's a, is that a shadow sword?
1: That man, don't judge me, but all the big, big, big—care. Like, you're don't, a I don't, guard player. Get I out. am a guard player, out, but the one thing out, I just out, don't care—they're just—they're just, they're just too comically care. big for me. I just—I just no, just no. Uh, I, 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 I know, I know it's a Shadow below. Sword because he's been talking about. uh. Yeah, and in, I might want in, one. Kind of, I, play it's play like the only Google model I don't. It's the only model I don't have from Guard, and so I'm like, I think I kind of. And kicker,
0: look one. how look at his painting desk, how used it is, as compared yes. to your pristine painting desk.
1: No, I <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, well, well done. Who did? Oh, JC Watts did this. Yeah, JC. Well done, man. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. So, uh, up, and see how he's got those little color splashes too. Okay, moving on.
0: Uh, uh J- J- Jesse Bendens uh, did some sisters. I believe those are those are the Penitent engines, right? Those are um. There's a couple of different ones, versions yeah. of them. I don't know which ones those are, but they do appear to be penitent sisters strapped to large angry machines yeah. burning yeah. things for the emperor. Maybe <laughs> burning the sisters for the emperor. I don't know. Um <laughs> up next uh brian green's been working on a bunch of custody jet yeah. bikes he actually posted that this is planned for 10th edition so i really hope the jet bikes are good in the custodies uh brian otherwise you're going to be in a real awkward situation <laughs> like some guy with 30 flash kits um <laughs> we'll see about that we'll see about that we'll keep an eye out um, dude, those
1: are look sharp man those look now sharp.
0: this is this guy uh i really apologize he's he's posted some great models last few weeks so I've, I've
1: pulled him but i can't pronounce his name can we please legs, get a description but, of how to yeah. say your name our friend? They, yeah, they,
0: um, he busted out his photo box and was kind of getting back up speed. So this is his Abaddon conversion with lots of OSL. That's that object source lighting, mm-hmm. that green glow shining off the armor. So that's looking amazing. And kicker, I pulled this last last one because you've liked this man's work before. This is Patrick yeah. Martin's Votan. Yeah. This time he did his Berserkers, and I have to say, uh, Patrick, I have not liked Berserkers with hammers. Until I saw yours. And now I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, Someone finally that's, painted those in a way that make me like them. Yeah. So uh, I if I if I uh, if I decide to add some hammers to my Votan, I'll probably be stealing that kind of that lighting effect you did because it looks real good. So I'm really well, uh, super happy about
1: all that, man. No, so, that is true. Like everyone does like power swords or power blades, but doing like a, a power hammer to look as hard is hard. It's just harder yeah. to do. And he did yeah. it well. So congrats yeah. to him. So I I might be stealing that technique. We'll find out. So anyway. Uh, kicker, final thoughts for the night. Guys, you're probably going to miss me. Uh, it's going to be about two weeks that I won't be yep. able to be on Signals because I'll be driving up to Atlantic City yeah. next week. And then after that, I'm just going to disappear to the woods uh, in Maine with my family just to camp for a little while. And then I am back. So, so you're stuck
0: with, with me and Nikki D for two yeah, weeks now, yeah, huh, guys? Yeah. Oh, boy.
1: But hey, guys, wish us wish us luck! <laughs> the whole Frontline gaming uh, full time team is focused on getting LVO ready to go live uh, today. is yep. Wednesday. We got a few more days, and we are all working our asses off. We will get us live on the tenth. So yes,
0: yeah, it'll be it'll be a blast. I'm I'm excited
1: to to get back out there and see everyone because it yeah. was it was a hell of a time last oh, year. Yeah. Hey, uh, Nick, what do you what do you, what do you want to say? Any last words for the episode for the night? You know,
2: yeah, kicker, we'll miss you the next two weeks, but people will not miss you. If they're at Atlantic City Open, yeah, no which, ah, which is yeah. where they should be, anyways. <laughs> um, but Kicker will not be here on Wednesday night, folks. I I am working on a special guest for next week to do kind of a mm-hmm. final wrap up of ninth edition. Um, that may join Seth and I for that episode. Uh, so we're not going to be all alone, left to our own devices just yet um but there'll, no, be, there'll
0: really- be one adult in the room then <laughs> one <laughs>
2: yeah. adult
1: in the room well
2: we'll see we'll see what our guest says about that <laughs> how they viewed themselves as an adult but no i'm uh i'm, I'm excited here guys last few weeks of ninth edition let's have yeah. fun with it let's get weird i want to see some weird list at aco uh, yeah. so bring your weird stuff, uh, especially forge moment, does if you thirty flashbits count as weird. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Seth,
1: Nick, I'm giving an assignment for you guys at ACO, take photos of the craziest armies you've seen, you know, the most unique army, let's, let's do it. Let's just do a whole collage of these things. That'd be Nick. awesome. Sweet. sweet All sweet. right.
0: Well, we thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this has been a great episode. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals. For Kicker, he will see you at the ACO. But for <laughs> yeah. the rest of us, we will see you next Wednesday. Good night.